It's one out away from the playoffs. The 0-1. Lined into center. There's Bader. Has it. 17 consecutive wins. The run of 21. It's been historic. St. Louis Cardinals win their 17th in a row, defeating the division champion Milwaukee Brewers. We mentioned yesterday the Brewers don't have anything to play for, and the Cardinals have a ton to play for. They clinch a playoff spot with that win 17 in a row. It's a historic baseball. Is, it ruins your fun by thinking how often stuff happens in baseball. 2017 was the longest streak. The Indians won 22 in a row. This is interesting to see your daily sports podcast by news, narratives, takes, and gambling. I'm Nick, and we've got some interesting stuff to go on today. Tuesday and Wednesday are always slower uh, days during football season because things are ramping up or whatever, but uh, let's just knock out some NBA stuff. These are two tweets from SportsCenter that came on the same day, breaking Ben Simmons will not report to training camp next week. He, quote, intends to never play a game for the 76ers. The next tweet that came from SportsCenter was, breaking the Rockets and John Wall have agreed to work together and attempt to find a trade destination. One of them is a crybaby. Any guesses? Okay, let's, uh, let's move on to some other stuff. We'll do some uh, football business news. A couple of things coming out of Pro Football Talk. I love Pro Football Talk for their business of football stuff, and you should too. For example, their ratings reports, the Manning cast first week, less than a million. Second week, more than double to 1.86 million. Last week, 1.89 million to watch the Eagles get annihilated by the Cowboys. Jalen Hurts is a great man. Might not be a great quarterback. Uh, the Manning cast had 13% of the total audience last week. It's up to 14% of the audience this week. That means that of all of the people who watch Monday Night Football, 13% watched the Mannings, and then it grew to 14% this week. The Mannings are going to take some weeks off. They'll be back in week seven, and uh, that's smart. It's going to make all of them, all of us want them. You know what I mean? Okay, so there's a YouTube NBC Peacock thing coming uh, for... Sunday night football. So uh, this is from Pro Football Talk again. I remember business of sports. On Sunday night, the Buccaneers face the Patriots. Um, right now, there's a deal between NBC and YouTube TV that expires on September 30th, which I believe is what, Thursday? If there's not a new agreement by this week, the NBC networks will disappear from the platform, which means this game is supposed to be available on YouTube TV and whatnot. However, because NBC Sports Network is going uh, the way of the dinosaur, I believe that it will be available on Peacock, and that's what is being reported by Florio. Now, Florio works for NBC. Pro Football Talk is owned by NBC Sports. The monthly price will drop from $64 to $54 for YouTube TV subscribers. This is what comes to... This, this email was, was sent out to YouTube TV subscribers. Right now, there are various cable and satellite issues. So I'm just telling you now that if you don't have something and you're like, what's going on? Uh, Peacock is where you'll have to watch various things. And I think... Uh, I think it's possible that this is for live stuff, but it might also be possible for like highlights and things. So something to pay attention to. And if you can't find the game on Sunday night, uh, you'll have to check Peacock. And that's annoying, but it is what it is. All right, something interesting that happened yesterday in the world of professional soccer. Hey, Nick, why are we talking about soccer? Uh, 
because I said so. So yesterday in the Champions League, the way the Champions League works is you qualify for qualification of the Champions League and then you move on to the group stage and that's when like the tournament starts, right? So you have to win a game to get into the group stage. And yesterday, FC Sheriff Terraspol, which is from Moldova, beat Real Madrid at soccer. The squad is worth $13 million. Like, that's a lot of money. No, the Dallas Cowboys are worth $4.9 billion. Apparently, this soccer team is not accused, but considered a money laundering thing for some Russian entrepreneurs, we'll call them. They beat Real Madrid, and that means that they're going to the group stage. They have officially qualified to go to the real-life tournament where they're going to have to play in Liverpool or something that's going to kill them. But remember when they were proposing a Super League? Yeah, losers. Screw off with that. That was It's so cool to watch. I was going to make you guys watch a highlight, but it's just incredibly boring. They did not call the play very well, which is just disappointing. That's why you got to take it seriously. You don't call it for the game. You call it for the highlights. Duh. We have an NF- NFL conspiracy. We have an NFL conspiracy to report. This is uh, blogged by Barstool Sports, and this is the kind of stuff that you come here for. So here's what happened. So on, uh, we might as well bring this kind of crap up. There's a TikTok of this kid. This kid has this TikTok. I'm going to mute him real quick. Of the score bug in the Fox game between the Rams and the Buccaneers, the score bug was so low on the screen that if you were watching on NFL Red Zone, that you couldn't see the live time. Now, everybody on the internet immediately accused the NFL or Fox, NFL Fox of doing that on purpose so that the, the, the time and down and distance and all that stuff was not visible to the people watching on Red Zone. They don't want people to watch on Red Zone for whatever reason. Now, people are so obsessed with data and just data raping all of us. I don't do that. This is a podcast. Data raping on podcasts is like impossible. Believe me, I'll tell you all about it. They did that on purpose, people think, on the internet, specifically on TikTok. And TikTok has been instrumental in the last year and a half of getting bullshit fixed in sports, like cheating and baseball and a bunch of other stuff. Instrumental. So this kid calls him out and has like 500,000 views. And so while the game was happening, like the scorebook was on the bottom of the screen. So I'm going to try to pull it up for you. So there's that. We're scrolling. We're scrolling. We're scrolling. See if we see right here. On the screen, the score is 17 to 31. Then below that is the NFL red zone ticker. Now, there's no down and distance, there's no time, and there's no play clock. So NFL red zone, the NFL made their own ticker graphic. They replaced the Fox scoreboard. That is hilarious and awesome. And also, if Fox is doing that, that is a douche canoe move to try to get people to not watch on red zone. We're all in this together, buddy. Jeez, nobody wants, if people want to watch Red Zone, then maybe you want to make, maybe think about inventing your own Red Zone. Kind of calls into question the product. What are we doing? How is it possible in any way whatsoever that like doing that is like nothing other than being a total D-bag? Moving the scorebook down so we'll watch. Please. Got some adorable news from Eli Manning and his explanation of what happened with the double binger barrel flip-off. Eli Manning is living in such a hunky-dory privileged world his whole life that he thought that there was just somebody ready with the blur button and that his fingers would be blurred. <laughs> that, was his, that was his real explanation. And I'll be honest with you, uh, if he's joking, that's a funny joke. I don't think that he was joking. Do you think that he was joking? Like, really think about it. Did Eli Manning genuinely think? It's sort of like, hey, I thought the receiver was going to catch that. I thought that we were going to do this today. 
there's no I don't I don't believe for a second that it is possible at all that Eli Manning was joking in any way whatsoever. The MLB playoffs start in a couple of days. Cardinals wrap up their spot last night. Big weekend in college football. We talked about the lines. The most interesting line of the week is the game that matters to me as an alumni. Alabama is favored by more than 14. The implied line is something along the lines of predicting an Alabama win. I don't know. I'm bad at math. It's like 39 to 23 or something is what the the sharp people are predicting in Las Vegas. I think that's pretty accurate. Last year, Alabama hung 700 yards of offense on Ole Miss, but Ole Miss hung 600 yards of offense on Alabama and had two 100-yard rushers. So I think it's entirely possible that this is going to happen again. Everybody that watched Alabama had the thought like, wow, they kind of got outplayed by Florida top to bottom. They just have Bryce Young and you know a couple other guys, but they don't have the same dudes. They have a big left tackle, but they don't have the same dudes that they've had in the past. I will say this. If your team in the NFL needs a quarterback, Matt Corral, Bryce Young are two of the seven guys you'll be praying on or for <laughs> over the next uh over the next couple a couple weeks and months in your dreams. So I'll tell you what's going to happen as an Ole Miss alumni. Ole Miss is going to beat Alabama. Then Alabama is going to destroy Arkansas. And Arkansas is like, yay, we can win the SEC. Alabama will crush them. And then Arkansas will like shut out Ole Miss. And then we'll have a three-way tie. Arkansas and Ole Miss will lose a stupid game, I'm guessing, to like Vanderbilt. And I don't know who else Arkansas plays. Oh, wait, never mind. I, I digress. I take my take back because Arkansas has got to go to Georgia where they will score no points. They will not score points. And then Alabama will be a one-loss team in the playoff where they'll play Georgia in the first round because Georgia will beat Ole Miss in the SEC championship by like a ton. Ole Miss will get left out of the playoff. Georgia will beat Alabama. Or Georgia will play Alabama in the first round. Alabama will kill them, and Alabama will kill Oregon and reach their 35th national championship in 10 years. That's what's going to happen. Um, no reason to watch, watch reruns. Ted Lasso season four should be coming out around that time, so we should we should all totally, totally be fine. Fantasy football news. Um, KJ Hamler out for the year. So people are figure, trying to figure out what's going on with the Denver Broncos. I think that... I don't know. Maybe this is spicy. I think you got to look for B-plus receivers for the Packers. Marquez Valdez-Scantling is only rostered in like 30 or 40% of leagues. I think that's the move. I like him. I like other NFC North players. The NFC North is sneaky good at fantasy. The Bears are trash, so exclude the Bears. There are third and fourth receiving options available on the Lions. There are third and fourth receiving options available on the Vikings. So I would I would look at the NFC North for that. I would also look at the AFC South. The Texans are not trash in the way that we thought that they'd be trash. People thought they'd be a college team. No, they're fine. Brandon Cooks is, it was something, he has stats that are better through his first same amount of years as like Calvin Johnson, Antonio Brown, and Julio Jones. So I would pay attention to the, the AFC South and specifically the Texans as well. Thursday night football, uh, Jags and Bengals, Urban Meyer said that coaching Joe Burrow, yep, had to remind us all of that, coaching Joe Burrow helped him prepare to coach Trevor Lawrence. Just in case you forgot, Urban Meyer gave the job to Dwayne Haskins at Alabama, not Joe Burrow. But he wanted to remind us all that he coached Joe Burrow. Don't forget, he coached Joe Burrow. Urban Meyer, great college football recruiter. You know who should care about that? It's probably USC, maybe Nebraska. (sighs) Oh, Urban. Really appreciate you, man. You're so full of content. I absolutely love it. This is interesting to see. Subscribe, like, rate, review. We'll talk about NHL and MVP coming up tomorrow as things get kicked off. People reporting for training camp, and we'll just 
what we're going to do when I say talk about it is Google what all the experts think is going to happen. And you know, that'll be interesting to see. We'll be back and better than ever tomorrow morning. <laughs>